Um, 
much. So I'm dropping off some pieces tomorrow. Really? Where? Uh, to the Union Station in Ogden. Wow. It's like a community type one, but it's on fandom. So okay. it's just whatever awesome. you're a fan of. Mm. And I have three pieces going in. So That's awesome. Yeah. And um, where can people find that? At Union Station. So it's like basically on 25th Street and Wall. Okay. It's that big right where the train... Are you familiar with Ogden at all? Yeah, I love, uh, certainly. You think I'm not in Utah? At Ogden, (laughs) the Union Station, it's like, Ogden's so small, so it's just off of 25th Street. A lot of artistic people coming out of there. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's beautiful. And all over Utah, I think people are, in some sense, being more generative and more creative since the... Since the last year uh, oh, has eased up, and people are—I feel yeah. like there's been an explosion of creativity, yeah, and uh, it's beautiful to see. Sometimes uh, I look back and like, man, it was a difficult two years, but it's kind of like soil under creativity, mm-hmm. and a lot Absolutely. of people now have the opportunity to really sprout and like go for it. Yeah, they were uh, kind of forced into it at first. Like I was, like I was laid off from my job, wow. so I started. Because I work in eyes usually. Yeah. But I was laid off with COVID, and that's when I started painting, and so that's all I've done the last two years. Wow, it's such a beautiful story. Yeah, pushes you into like, oh, I can actually do this. I can get paid for it. I Um, cannot work, and I can take care of my daughter. So it's talented. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the whole point. Right. And I really do appreciate those. And I've most of the people I've interviewed, or I hate saying that word, but talked to, have been bands. Because there was a couple, two years where nobody was performing music live. Mm -hmm. And there was a guest I had named Finn Morrison. He he created seven tracks of just him. And imagine, he he did everything. Keyboard, guitar, voices. And it was so beautiful. And it's weird where that period created a lot of energy for some people who... No, I call it alchemy, but how to transmute it. Like, yeah, in this absolutely. time, like that book you I gave you, it's mm-hmm. like, when did I make that? During the pandemic? Yeah. Like, oh, what, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. You know I mean? Like, create art. Like, mm-hmm. of course. And a lot of people, I think, uh, found this creative energy, and I love it. So, yeah. What are some of your favorite thing, like, uh, things to create, in some sense, or approaches to creating art? So, experimenting, I think. Well, is like the funnest way like <clears throat> just any kind of different medium like vegetable oil or household products wow. or just finding what two That's things really are cool. going to do together you can you can do a lot of fun weird experiments that are good for kids too so it's yeah. fun with my daughter so she helps me make a lot of like the backgrounds for my paintings because mm-hmm. you could just kind of experiment and play around so, yeah. I guess to play mostly certainly no that's brilliant and I think that's how a lot of artists used to approach art in the beginning because you didn't have a color palette right so you take yeah. this you take that mm-hmm. and that's really what art is is yeah you don't have purple paint yeah so what do you look around mm-hmm. is there anything right like and yeah. you take this you take that that's so uh it's such a unique and honest approach to creating I love that now that yeah. I've got all like all the colors, I love to like if I don't have a clear concept, I'll just lay down like every color I can I have. Yeah. yeah. And just start painting, and then it's almost like your mind kind of helps you along through the painting, and 
That's why I love to film it, because sometimes you can watch this whole story happen. Wow, yeah. To get to this final piece, and it's... That's cool yeah, to have that really ability. fun to... Yeah, it's like live dreaming. It's fun. Yeah, live dreaming. It's weird you say that, and I've been reading this... Uh, this author uh, who transcribed a book by some monk, I forget his name. It's so complicated. You you know, layers of layers right, of knowledge, right? right? <laughs> and uh, they're even transcribing it to Chinese to English. But, uh, man, just doing what you said is so powerful. Like People have talked about that for years. Uh, man, I lost my train of thought. It's so powerful. Um, so, <sighs> just figuring out how to paint and how to start a painting and how to go about it it's being in the moment like that's how because everybody's going through life Mm -hmm. right and then to create something is a forceful concept of the mind right like you got to do something and most of the time we're told what to do make Mm -hmm. this or do that and then now imagine you're your own boss right and so you have to put something like it's a yeah it takes you it, make, it takes you out of the dream and all, or makes it real. Yeah, to the point I had that exact feeling and idea. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it would be cool to create like your own character or your own like being. And so I like sculpted my own person, my own thing. And his name was Tar. And uh, I, I did another one too. So I've made two now. But then, Whoa. so I made them, but then I painted them after. So, like, wow. the somebody bought tar, but it's a painting of a creature that I created. Yeah. That's... And it just, yeah, it's kind of like, why are you here on Earth? Other than to just have fun and create whatever you want. Yeah, it's uh, generative. <laughs> like, people sometimes think, uh, I like picking up um, Buckeyes. Buckeyes? Right? Um, I forget the general term. They're seeds, so, uh-huh. um, and they're a sign of good luck, typically. Oh, okay. So, but what is a what is a buckeye? And it's Ohio State Buckeyes, and the reason the seed. I'll oh, give you okay, one. Okay. All right. So the pair in your eye looks like a buckeye, and um, the whole point of finding them is just understanding that what you hold is a tree. It's yeah. like a fortune, like, uh, it's uh, it's weird to understand, I think, sometimes, like, even on a small concept, how yeah, large some things are. the complexity of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you hold a buckeye, it's it's rather powerful. You're holding, yeah. A tree. Mm-hmm. And people, people don't get that. Like, imagine you could take that anywhere. Do you want to yeah. grow a tree that puts shade on your property right. so your family can have relief from the yeah. sun? Like it's a it's a big thing, yeah. In my own and and uh, man, sorry, got uh, carried away about that. No, podcast. that's good. That's how that's how life is. I think you carry so much power in your own hands. You do, and uh, it's uh, so this guy hasn't contacted me yet. We're waiting for Music Mall Outlet. Um, Andy McFerrin, I think, is his name. He's a cool guy. Uh, he's funny. He should be. Yeah, I think he's hilarious. I uh, love his stuff. He likes local music. Do you have any local bands or local music? Or what kind of music do you listen oh. to? Um, lately, I'm trying to think of local music because it's... 
That would be the best. I'll let it come to me. I I usually listen to you to find local music. I oh, like wow. Hollow Hill a lot. That's cool. I love yeah. Hollow Hill. Um, oh, man, that's cool. What else? Uh, there is... You ever have a telephone that was a football or a clown mm. or like... Um, no, I had like the clear one. Cool. I was like... Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Do you ever have uh, an experience buying ice cream from an ice cream truck? Oh, absolutely. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> what do you get in an ice cream truck? Mm, probably Tweety. Cool, awesome. What are you, uh, you going to get at the ice cream truck? Uh, Fat Boy Sandwich, typically. Oh. Yeah, and then um, night games. you ever play night games? Oh, yes. Tell me about your favorite night game. Kick the can. Wow, cool. By far. Love it. Come to court. Did you ever play those? Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. I love that. We uh, had a pretty awesome neighborhood growing up. It's cool. Everybody got involved. Community, like right? You, yes. Everybody's so isolated. Like, cause I know. Experiences used to be shared, so everybody used to watch the same screen. So like, mm -hmm. we're all watching, for me, it was Ally McBeal. Yeah. Or like these other uh, X-Files. Everybody's like, I'm watching yeah. Instagram. I'm watching TikTok. I'm watching TV. Yeah. And people are so separated. In their experiences, yeah. like night games, gone. I don't think they happen anymore. People are scared. Yeah. Yeah. Remember night games? And as they should be, I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I probably I'm trying to think if I would let my daughter go and play night games anymore. I guess if I got to know my neighbors more. Yeah, strange, as huh? I should, but yeah. It's just. But when I was growing up, the whole neighborhood was running oh, around outside. Yeah, no, I was never. Nobody was watching six Fox in the News. Morning, I was across, yeah, no. Fuck that shit. No. I'm like, you want to watch Fox News? Like everybody thinks, like, oh, you have Fox News or CNN parents. Like, dude, I was outside. Yeah, yeah we really were. Yeah. We didn't even have. We didn't have our own screens because when you didn't have no. your own screen, you know, you had yourself. Yep. And it's a weird experience for people like don't understand what that is like to be yourself by yourself yeah especially without that screen yeah it's huge i mean i still had music i guess i always i liked having you had music. a walkman no i had one Whoa, of those no walkman ass, no not for a long time wow yeah i didn't have a walkman what'd you have before that then i didn't walk i just did it in my i mean in my room i had one of those like five disc Boombox. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah that was like, yeah, well, okay. Yeah. Well, so yeah, better than a walkman. Like, Chevelle and cool. Deftones. And nice. <laughs> yeah. Just. And just be sad. Having a good day. Yeah, be sad. Just <laughs> understanding the Make jewelry with, like, um, what are the, what are those, um. Some non-biodegradable products that will kill her. <laughs> yeah, basically. No, I love it. Yeah, that's why we were so upset. Like, imagine I'm, going through. Uh, we, and I think everybody else doesn't understand this, nobody had more excess than our generation. Like, you want triple fries? You want oh, a yeah. triple big castle? You want triple big house? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, there was no end to surplus. And now you're, we're kind of seeing uh, a different view of the world. But there was a time, and I'd say go from 80s to 90s to early 2000s, Everybody's surplus. Partying. Oh, it's like the roaring yeah. 20s. For yeah. sure. And then when 9-11 happened, it was a war that impacted nobody. And except if you had family right. who was in it. Mm -hmm. And the weird thing about that war is just, ah, oh, so many things. I'm getting carried away. I should be talking about you. No, you're good. This is, again, it's just a good conversation. <laughs> you're good. I always think about how uh, I talk about doing a podcast and uh, you get carried away when you just 
keep talking about yourself or your own thoughts. But um, tell me uh, your favorite place in Utah, like geographically. So some people like southern Utah and the Red Rock. Some people mm -hmm. like the mountains. or And then there's also the sand dunes. And I like to think about Utah as a huge, diverse area. Uh, is there a certain part of Utah that resonates with you because there are the mountain springs? Right. Like, what part of Utah do you like? Well, so Ogden by far is my favorite. Really? I, Tell yes, me about that. I, I moved away when I, because I, growing up, I hated, I hated, I don't even like saying that word, but I did not like Utah. Yeah. I didn't like, you know, especially when I left the church. Certainly. I kind of really was like just done with Utah. But yeah, then I moving away. It's like you start really, really seeing all the value, and even the value in the way that I was raised in the church. You, know, you start seeing all the morals. You're talking about principles, exactly. Of, of an individual rather mm -hmm. than a system. Exactly. And I love what you're saying about that. And so you start, you start seeing all those things. The mountains are really accessible. Like five minutes from my house, I can go hiking up on trails. Yes. There's the rivers. But like if I was going to go on vacation, I'd probably go to Zion or that Goblin Valley place. Oh, cool, cool. All right. So I like the weird rock formations. And yeah. Stuff. And when I think about Utah, I the reason I bring the, the point up is a lot of times people get construed to what something is, like a word or a place or an object where Utah is... Yeah. We have sand dunes. We have mountains. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have We're springs. not a desert, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not it, just... Mm -hmm. It's so different than what everybody thinks. You can find a slice of Utah that fits you perfectly. Mm -hmm. uh, and I love that. Uh, and I think that's kind of like every state maybe, uh, but I don't know how many states have sand dunes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not many. at all. Right. And uh, have you, uh, speaking of uh, Utah, have you been to the Springville Museum of Art? I have it. Okay, so Springville, I, hey, checking you in here. <laughs> uh, Springville claims to be the city of art. Okay. In Utah. So if you, and I went to their museum, one of my favorites. Uh, it's beautiful. So I love that museum. Do you have a personal favorite? Museum? Yeah. Mm. Or like one you've been to or maybe not even the art, but the environment of how they presented the art. So... I like you're gonna laugh, but kind of like like the planetarium type. Like I like to be able to play with stuff. Oh wow, that's cool. I love I love looking at like I do love looking at art, and especially if I don't have kids or anything. So if I was by myself, but I don't have a favorite. I'm gonna have to go look at the Springville one. Yeah. I go to the BYU Museum of Art as well, and I like that place. Yeah. Uh, but even then, I feel like ah, it's not—it's not big enough. Mm -hmm. Like you know, when I really want to, every art museum you want it to be a coliseum. Yeah. Like the Vatican. Like yes. You go through the, like even the building is art. Exactly. Like where the, from the moment you, you look at. Yes. If you've have you been to the Eccles area in Ogden? Maybe. Eccles I don't, art. I don't, it doesn't sound familiar. That building is really, really pretty. It's a whole, like, older district, and they have art competitions every month that have a lot of local art there. 
Wow. So cool. And they have a really the building ex- itself is really cool. It's hey, quite small. You love uh, I seen some of your posts uh, giving shout outs to these Ogden uh, yeah. events. Can we talk about a few of those? Yes. Like what's going on in like uh, I don't know what they're called the. Uh, There's mar- farmers markets. Yes. Are every Saturday. Cool. Uh, usually I think it's eight to twelve, and then they usually have some markets going on at the Monarch, which is just right there up on Twenty Fifth Street. That whole street pretty much closes down, and they have wow, vendors awesome. of all sorts. Yeah, so you can just walk all that's the really way down. Cool. I love it. So that's every Saturday, and then the first Friday of every month is also a big deal. Awesome. On 25th Street, yeah. Uh, and your art, do you uh, sell it? Or, like, how if people wanted to find your art, where would they get? Do they DM you? or? Yeah. The can they commission thing, stuff? So if I wanted something done for myself, and uh, we, the, one of the reasons we're here today is to talk about what you're going to create, which is this. Oh, yes. On a larger scale. Right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you're willing... Oh! Here comes No out. way! Okay, hold on. Uh, hey, Music Bowl Outlet! Yeah. Andy! Yeah? I'm going to meet you at the front of the stairs. I trust you. Well, I'm in the middle of a podcast right now. Where you're you're going you're gonna to come in through. We're going to transition guests. This is all live. Okay. But not really live. It's recorded. <laughs> uh, so I can edit it later. Is that all right? Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So this is Amy. You're about to meet Amy. She's an artist. Okay. Cool, cool. Come on. Hey, if you don't mind, Amy. Yummy. Would you like uh, any beverages before you go? No, I got heavy on water. Oh, I'm good. Oh, really you don't want anything? Do you want me to follow you up there?
Um, and that's what brought me to BYU was swimming. And like, it's something is just like so like such an important part of your life for so long. And then all of a sudden, like you realize, like no one gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude. Like, I mean, just like especially like among the hierarchy of athletes at BYU, like nobody cared that you swim, uh, or like occasionally somebody did, you know. And then, but you like, I don't know, like, and then especially growing up in Texas, like, dude, like nobody cared I swam. You know, football was king. You know, that was that was uh, that was yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. No, I totally get it. That's fascinating. And so you came to be, so you're a swimmer. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Michael Phelps is a big fan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Um, what are, so you got into local music and I, I'm fascinated by this because there's a unique thing that happens in Utah. Utah is this demographic of, uh, they generate art. Yeah. So Amy was just here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I think that happens is because, uh, it's encouraged mm-hmm. in the culture, like For play sure. music, uh, yeah. do things, express yourself creative, mm-hmm. uh, creatively, yeah. and it's such a beautiful thing to see. And you, t- you've tapped into something I love, which is music. Yeah. Um, but you're you're ahead of everybody else. Where I, I when I think about you, I think about MTV. I think <laughs> of, I don't know who the guy is, but he comes on, <laughs> and you are this this person who's like tapping into Utah culture and it's so um it's like a node an intellectual node that spreads information and they do it for nothing yeah <laughs> yeah it's a real artistic expression that i think is so genuine and so authentic and that's what has drawn me to you it's just like you post and you think whatever you think and but you understand like there is uh there there, there are things happening in utah great yeah. talented people yeah for sure no no i mean and that's why so when i was at byu i uh i had a roommate who was putting together a band um and so him and his like best friend growing up were putting together a band and um like i had i didn't know this guy before like he was just kind of a random roommate um and one night they were playing practicing in our living room and he um they finish and you know the guys leave and then you know i just kind of like mentioned to him i was like hey like you know like back in high school i used to play bass like if you're looking for a bass player well actually no i didn't even say if you're looking for a bass player i just kind of casually mentioned to him like hey like i think it's cool like i used to play bass and like he just jumped on it and was just like dude you should play with us sometime and like at this at this point in my life like i hadn't played for like four years or so and i was like like riding a bike though right And I was like, dude, you don't want me to play. Like, I haven't played in, like, four years. And then he just, like, kept on, like, pestering me until, like, um, he finally convinced me. He's like, look, when you go home for um, for the semester, just, like, you know, bring your bring your bass back. You know, because, like, I, at, this, at this time, like, my parents only lived, um, lived like, an hour north of Provo. So, okay. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, like, I'll do that. But, like, you don't want me to play. But at the same time, like, I started, like, you know, like thinking about it. And like when I went home for the holidays and like started playing, you know, started playing around with it. And then I ended up playing with them. And like among, uh, during that time, it was awesome. Um, and like, I had never really experienced, like I knew that there was a local scene at like, um, within Provo, you know, you like, you heard about it. And like my brother had been here when like neon trees was coming up. Yeah. And so like, you know, like I, I, I knew of the existence, but to like, to be a, to experience it was like, was way cool 
and like we were awful. We were a terrible band. Um, like don't minimize, brother. You were you were improving rather than awful. Every time you performed, you got better. Uh, debatable, but <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And we would go to shows, and we were always like the kind of the the odd the odd man out on the ticket. You know, like we were kind of this like I don't know like punk alternative i guess i don't know like it was a little bit of like it had some punk elements but it was just like this alternative indie rock band um and we were a little irreverent i guess compared to you know the majority of you know the scene cool um and i think more than anything we were more like irreverent in attitude than than our music necessarily and and so we we go to shows and like the venue would kind of be confused by us. Like, you know, the people like running the, the show would be like, wouldn't really like us, but we'd make friends with a ton of the people like we played with. Um, Social currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so That's like I ended up, thing, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ended up meeting, you know, the guys from Michael Bear on the Tourist really early on. Wow. Um, and so because of that, like, you know, and I've kept in touch with these people. Um, and that's why like, um, I, I have that connection with Provo Music Magazine because I know the guys from, from Michael Barrow, Zach and Sandro are the guys, are two of the guys that run Provo Music Magazine. And so, um, yeah, no, it was just like a ton of fun. Um, and, and so then, so I was in a band for a couple of years and that was awesome. And then, um, I started law school and then just kind of like fell off. Where was that? At the University of Utah. Wow. Yeah. So it's a weird uh, phase to go BYU to Utah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. There's profits at both schools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, both schools pr- produce saints. That's the truth. No matter where you go, uh, I think anywhere in Utah, there's saints everywhere. I love it. Um, but, uh, um, but yeah, and so then, like, after my first year of law school, I kind of stopped with the band um, just because it got, it got to just be a lot. You know, yeah, but then, you know, I was like still finding time to go to shows and stuff. Um, and then like, I don't know, I just got bored and I kind of missed the, the local scene. Yeah. Um, I started writing about, I started the blog just because I was bored. Um, you know, cause Art, I, that's real, like you did it for yourself too. That's the most beautiful thing anybody ever does. Yeah. Yeah. So like it started out with like uh, a group text of friends that I grew up with in Texas um and because that's how we stayed in touch yeah we just send each other music and like my parents would always get pissed at me because they'd be like hey how's so-and-so and And i'd be like i have no idea because the only way we stayed in touch really was through music yes like what we were listening to yes um because like that was like such a like so we all swam together but we also like one of the reasons i think we were such good friends is like while we all swam together and we were you know spending know two and a half to four hours a day together in the pool training um we also connected on so many things like outside of the pool mainly Absolutely. mainly music wow. music and then playing super smash brothers Those were Dude, like <laughs> um, and so like i kind of lost touch with them over the years and then like um we kind of like this group text of sharing what we were listening to like most recently um is is how we like kind of got back in touch Um, and so then like, you know, graduating in 2020 from law school wasn't the best of time to graduate (laughs) law school. Um, and so I was just working part time, uh, a couple part time jobs and, uh, you know, I just kind of started 
you know, just writing general things about music and like on the blog. Um, like, I think my first article was talking about like, it was at the time when like tr- Trump was, was, was on the out. And so like, it was a press conference and he had this like really small desk. And, and so like my first post was about like Trump's tiny desk concert. Well, in my hands. Yeah. I love that dude. It's so high, bro. Yeah. Um, like, I'm going to not talk about his hands. It's his desk, which is relatable to Dick. Yeah. So, um, and then, um, really, and then it wasn't until about a year ago that I kind of switched it to the local scene. Yeah. Or focused it more on the local scene. But you have that artistic ability to kind of take both routes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, yeah, I I use the I use the blog as pretty much my playground, you know. Yeah. I, I love to write, and I would love to continue writing, and the way I see it is just to, to get the reps in. Yeah, know? have fun. Yeah. Self-expression is yeah. so important. Some, sometimes people lose uh, that ability to express themselves artistically or yeah. to tap into something... That For is sure. artistic. Yeah, no, and I mean, think, I think, like, law school, like, since I had stopped the band, law school had kind of stripped that from me, you know? I, like, <laughs> like, I just found myself, like, very unhappy without that creative outlet. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's, uh, you learn how to use a sword. Yeah. So then you got to learn, uh, that's what law school is, they say. Here's yeah, yeah. this word for three years. Yeah, yeah, And so, like, um, yeah, and so, like, I mean, even now, you know, like, like, I don't love my job, but, like, I found a point where I, like, tolerate it, and, like, also, I'm very fortunate where, like, it allows me to pursue, you know, things outside of it that most legal jobs don't, you know, like, I... It's I a have, solar pattern. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I just have more, like, work-life balance than the majority of um, attorneys. Oh, no, I know exactly, my yeah. wife's an attorney, so... Yeah. It's not, I know exactly what you're saying where you, and it's a privilege and I call them blessings. People talk about privileges. I hate that word. It's a blessings you bestow upon yourself, right? Like, uh, cause at some point my, uh, wonderful spouse, my wife, uh, worked as a secretary. So in a law firm and you make 16 or up to, it depends where you are. And then all of a sudden your life changes when you become a lawyer, but it's a, it's a huge it's a huge undertaking as an individual to even try to take that, uh, like, belief in yourself. Yeah. Like, the, and what lawyers charge? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's ridiculous. You don't understand? Like, uh, the most I've ever made as an individual uh, is about $12 an hour. Yeah. Or 11 On God. <laughs> On God, dude. Yeah. I've been a wage slave my whole life. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, that was just, like, a bizarre, a bizarre thing. Um... Like, you know, having been a student my entire life, yeah. you know, and especially like, you know, like being an athlete growing up, like I was kind of told like, Hey, like your, your ticket to college is swimming. And so like, you know, like during the summer I'd have jobs and stuff, but like, besides that, like, you know, my, my focus was swimming and like what, during the school year, it was the same thing, you know, it was like, you know, the, the emphasis was, was swimming. You know, I, I mean, school as well, but I mean, the instead of a job, I swam because, yeah. you know, that's how I paid for school. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. And so, like, to all of a sudden, like, be out. Um, and then, like, I remember, like, when I first got paid full time, like, to be an attorney, it was just kind of, like, mind blowing. Yeah. But at the same it? time, like, <clears throat> I had this experience where one of my friends, like, asked me about something um, music related, and I just, like, 
you know, it was towards the end of the, the work day. It was, you know, it was late in the afternoon and, um, I kind of reached a stopping point at work. I, you know, I am lucky to, to work from wherever, you know, I, I have an office, but then I can, I can work at home. So most afternoons I just work from home. And so, um, I just stopped working and I decided to write a blog post on what the question my friend had asked for me. And it was just such a weird moment because it was just like this light bulb moment in my life where all of a sudden I was just like, Oh yeah, this is what it's like to actually enjoy the thing that you're doing. You know? Yeah. To like all of a sudden be like, Oh yeah. Like you're decent at your job, but like you're doing this other thing for free and you're like just happily doing it. Yes. Generating art. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, Amy, you met her before. And that's the thing I've tapped into local artists, music. Yeah. Everybody right now, yeah. I feel like there's a huge uh, Yellowstone moment. Guys, are where there's a lot of creativity where people feel like uh, they can express themselves. And there's better music now. Sometimes I'm like, oh, there's no more good music. Yeah. You're not listening. Yeah. You're yeah. not listening. And so I love what you do is uh, I like a comedian, Ari Shafir. He, he gives a lot of shout-outs to other comedians. And what you do is so, it's a wave. You never do anything, as far as what I've seen for yourself, it's always talking about like lifting other people up. Yeah. It is one of the most genuine and beautiful things I've seen as a creator or as an artist where like you want to talk about other people. Yeah. And it's beautiful to see somebody who does that because uh, it is about you. You want to make what you want to do, but part of it is uh, you sharing other people's light. And uh, I find people through you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so cool, right? Yeah. Like, I, like, you make a post, and I, I follow them. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a really cool experience, and it, it, I love it. So do you have a, a, an artist recently? You made a post. Uh, what are their names? Remind me. Um, Which one? Any of them, like uh, any, uh, just any of these. Yeah, like, um, think, about, think about a post you made recently of an artist. I mean, I think so. Right now, um, what's going on? I think in Salt Lake, um, and a lot of the like was the the up here records um, uh, artists are really good. I love Dad Bod right now. Wow, Dad Bod, um, dude, that's so cool. And then Home Phone is is really cool. Dude. Like I think both of those like. You know, they really Talk to me about those names first. So, like, I hate to cut you off, but so go dad bod. What are yeah. your thoughts about that? Oh, I mean, I made a little, like, a little reel recently talk, calling them out on the fact that, like, not it doesn't seem like too many of them have dad bods. Like, yeah, I'm sure a couple of them do. Like, I've seen them live, but, like, you know. Um, also, I just think it's funny, too, because, like, you know, like, it's such a generic thing, but you know, with bands and stuff to, like, hopefully be that person to come to the forefront. Just because, like, you know, there's wow. got to be... I mean, I, I know at least for one, there's, you know, at least one other band that's called Dad Bod in the country. Um, but, no, no, I mean, great name. They're awesome. Um, I think they're, you know, it's just kind of this this callback to this 70s rock vibe, um, kind of that southern rock vibe. Um that yeah, I love the specificity. That's so good. <laughs> that's, the, that's the funny thing is like I don't really like if if you read any of my reviews like most I actually don't know how to write about music. Yeah. And so good. for me like I just like I find ways to talk about music without 
using the typical ways of talking about music. Oh, just because, like, like, yeah, like, I don't know, like, I also find, like, most most music writing to be rather boring. Yeah. Because of that, like, there's that barrier of entry. Barrier to entry. Ooh, like, gatekeeping or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Just because, like, you read something and, like, you know, there's, you know, there's specific words when you, when you talk about tone, especially guitar, you know, that, that people use and, like, um, you know, genre is just such a messy thing um, now um, that, like, people just, like, I don't know. Like, it, it all goes, like, back to, like, whole, like, like, if you look at an indie Spotify playlist, yeah. like, at the top, it's, like, Billie Eilish, which, you know, regardless, like... You're not serious, are you? No, no I mean, I am, yeah. That's not, like, that's not real. Yeah, no, I mean, it is. She's not indie. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, regardless of what you think about her music, she's not indie. Um, oh, and so I just... my stomach. Yeah. Man. But, like, but then other people are, like, get, like, super weirdly... Yeah, like you said, like, they love, love to, like, gatekeep genre stuff. But, like, and so, like, I think because of that, I find it, you know, really, like, boring to read, a, like, most, like stuff about music and then I also feel like kind of like what you're talking about most most music writing is 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 really negative and I think unnecessarily so like if you don't like something like for me like my approach like and I understand like these people are music critics and they get paid for their opinion you're a low budget leprechaun <laughs> but like for me you were selling gifts upon people dude <laughs> but for me it's like I, I I just rather not like especially since it's just my blog and stuff like you're nice. If I'm gonna write, if I'm gonna write about something, it's because I I, I like it. Yeah. You know, like, nice I'm, not, I'm not gonna waste my time like writing something it. like to bring somebody else down. Yeah. Uh, you um, you you have an approach that is genuine and authentic, and no. the final expression is what you think. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. Like you're not. Everybody's always trying to attach themselves to. What everybody else thinks yeah. and what you're doing is saying what you think. And it's it's a really hard thing for anybody to do. And I think it's underappreciated, like the value of like even saying something. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's overrepresented. Like everybody has an opinion, but it's what is a an opinion presented well is different. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. A lot of people have opinions, but they're not the <laughs> Yeah, no, and like I, I also remember, like I went to a I went to a show at Kilby Court. Wow, love, uh, the, love the joint. Oh, love Kilby Court. Um, probably like definitely one of my favorite. That's for you. Oh, thanks, man. Awesome. Um, one of my favorite venues, like in Utah. Um, I think just because of the whole like the whole vibe, you know, it's just like you're going down this alley. And it's trash. You, you look like you're you're, Someone, you're you're honestly scared for your life, and then all of a sudden you just kind of like there's you know there's the light of the courtyard you know out front of the courtyard, and then you know it has the little board of like who's playing, and then um, we need to talk. Oh boy. Pause. You're talking about Kelby Court. And, yeah, uh, yeah, no, and then all of a sudden you just like come into this like garage. Yeah. Um, and like I think that I don't know just like it just lends to the whole to the whole experience of local music and you know mm -hmm. just to know 
um, you know, with the Kilbyport Block Party, which I think is a wonderful thing going on, um, which again highlights local artists. But like, um, uh, How, who's your favorite band? I like uh, Lonely Heights. So I just handed you a hand. Yeah. So I. Who, I who, who do you like? What's a performance you remember, like at uh, Kilby Court? I like Kilby Court. Um, I have to think about Kilby Court. <clears throat> a few then, huh? No way. Um, oh God, now I'm gonna blank. I got a few. Good thing you can edit this. Yeah. Um, How about this? Can I ask you another question? Yeah. You ever have a telephone that was a football? <laughs> no. How about a? Here is shag carpet. Um, shag carpet. Yeah, like growing up in your house, shag carpet. Um, not. I feel like not really in my house, but in uh, my grandma's house. Yeah. Mm. Did you ever have uh, growing up uh, just the basic one through thirteen channels, no cable? Yeah, yeah, we didn't have cable. Right? Really? Tell yeah. me about that. No cable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. My parents just like did not like. We didn't have cable until I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Really? So, okay, when, uh, how old were you when you got your first phone? Um, so, I was in middle school, but only because um, my mom went back to college. Wow. And so, she wanted a way to, like, yeah, be able to, for me to contact her. That's beautiful. Uh, Hollywood video or Blockbuster? <laughs> Blockbuster. Wow. Um, video game section or just movies? Um, so my brother was the video game nerd of the family, and so, like, I have what I call, like, little brother syndrome, where, like, I I could watch somebody play video games, like, yeah, like, I'm totally fine, like, when people are like, hey, you want to play? I'd be like, no, no, I'm good, like, you do your thing. Um, I mean, as much as, like, I, I play, like, for me, just video games are just a social thing, you know, like, like like I said, you know, I... I play I played Super Smash Brothers a ton growing yeah. up, and you know Mario Kart, and that's pretty much like the only thing I still play today. That's um, awesome. But yeah, no, uh, and now like I I am a huge like I I watch movies. I watch way too many movies. Wow. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, first movie you rented? First movie I rented? Yeah. Um, oh man, I don't know, but like I just so we used to have a, a local. There was a there was like a. A local video store wow. in my town growing up that What's wasn't it? Blockbuster. It was called, yeah. I think it was called Video Village. Wow, cool. Um, and we used to go there um, a lot. Um, and I just, like, we, I, I don't know, we just kind of grew up on the classics um, of just, of like the 80s, you know. So, like, we, we were always renting, like, the Indiana Jones movies wow. or, like, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I love I love movies and I will most likely like in my writing we have really vague allusions to movies and yeah. sometimes I will explicitly say them and other times I won't and to just be like I don't care if you understand the the, uh, the reference but I'm just gonna use it so. Wow um, favorite place uh, so have you been on vacation out of the country yes Wow first uh, place out of the country. First place out of the country, um, so my dad um, used to do a lot of international travel growing up um, for his job. Cool. And he, travel channel? Uh-huh. Travel? <laughs> no. 
Uh, he was in aerospace. Um, but he, uh, he, uh, he, he wanted us to, he wanted to take us to China before the 08 Olympics. He wanted us to, he wanted us to see Beijing before they like doctored it up. Oh, that's nice. And so we went, yeah, so we went in 06. Dude, what a G. Yeah, and that was like, (laughs) and we went on like, cause he flew so much. We like, I think, um, between like his frequent flyer miles and hotel points, we like went for like a very small amount of cash. But, God, that's beautiful. I love America. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, but yeah, no, yeah, that was the first place. Yeah. So first place out of the country, I was 13 years old, probably. Yeah. 13 years old going to China. God, that's a beautiful story. And so when you went there, were you listening to music on the plane? what did you take on the plane? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I, so growing up, like, my parents, like, music was always, like, an important thing. You know, my yeah. mom played piano. Cool. Um, and she was always playing piano when I was growing up. She doesn't really do it much anymore. But, um, so, she she was always playing. My brother, my oldest brother, was a, was a really good piano player. Um, and, like, music was always, like, a very, like, encouraged, like, kind of as a hobby, you know? Yeah. Um, like, my mom taught me the basics of piano. I never really did much else with it. Um, but I know how to read music. And stuff like that, you know, it was in a middle school band. But then, like, (laughs) um, and, uh, but, uh, like, my parents didn't really listen to music. Like, they listened to, like, like, my dad, like, listened to country music. Mm. And, like. George Strait. Yeah, yeah, George Strait, um, Shania Twain. (laughs) He loves Shania Twain, which is very odd for who he is as a person. Also loved, um. The Chicks, I guess, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks. Wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, and so, like, but my 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 two oldest siblings, so my, my sister is the oldest, and then my oldest brother, like, were really into music. And so, like, their their taste dictated my taste. Wow. Um, Naturally. Yeah, I, I mean, they're, what? It's cool to reference. Nine yeah. and seven years older than me. Cool, cool. Um, and so, like, I, so my, my brother... Um, so it's when good I was, math, by the way. When I was like seven, I, I yeah, it must have been seven or eight. Um, like my brother got uh, Blink One Eighty Two's "In a Moon State." God, it's so good. Yeah, and like, and I just you know latched. Life changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it really was because it was like, oh man, these guys can be, these Tom guys Long? these guys can get this far in dick jokes. How um, long is it? Yeah. Blue Beam Project. <laughs> Not not really familiar. Okay, but, well, he's Tom DeLonge's yeah. in the UFOs. Yes, no, I I am aware of that, and I and am you know aware. Chris Bledsoe? Huh? Chris Bledsoe? No. He has a son named Ryan Bledsoe. Okay. I sat right next to him. Okay. Government studies him for UFOs. Got it. This is UFOs. You know what I thought? Huh? I would see him after I met him. I haven't seen a UFO yet. Oh, you haven't? Have you? So. <laughs> So, we, so me and my girlfriend were recently at, um, so her, like, grandparents have a ranch in, like, southwest Colorado. Nice. Um, and we were, like, at the cabin there, and I may or may not have been under the influence of a certain substance, and... Called life. (laughs) Called life. Yeah, I was very high on life, and I am, like... 
we thought it was a UFO. It probably wasn't. But it was... Was it an orb? It was, no. It was just traveling in a very not satellite, like, trajectory. Wow. But also, like I said, you know, we were... Uh, hey, just experiencing life. And some, yeah. some people don't understand this. When you're in nature, you're with God. Yeah, So sure. it's a weird experience because everybody's in a city. Yeah. So nobody really knows what it's like to be around a tree or a bunch of trees. Yeah. It's a weird feeling. Yeah, for sure. Imagine this. You're around people all the time, and there's a hundred trees surrounding you. Yeah. That's fucking weird, dude. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Especially at night. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Not quite scarier than, than the forest in the middle of the night. Now, hey, tell me about the first uh, video game you played. Or how about this? Uh, my first, Let me reframe it. My first nightmare came from a movie called Jaws. Okay. What about your first nightmare? Um, oh, God. Uh, first nightmare definitely came from the movie Willow. Wow. Yeah. So the... Um, the, like, so Val Kilmer, like, Disney movie with Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, I think that's his name. Short kid. Yeah. His disabilities. <laughs> no way, uh, dude. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, and no the part way. where the... Yeah, the part where the witch turns everybody into pigs. Terrifying. Oh, I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, gave me nightmares. Yeah, that's like the that's probably that's the one that I like remember. Oh, that's cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also have like this thing with like the the mask, which also like terrified me. Oh, the mask, the movie, yeah. Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I love that. Hey, yeah, I had night a recurring nightmare with the mask. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. It's sad. Yeah. <laughs> I had the same thing. Yeah. Uh, can I ask you uh, another question? Yeah. Is this cool? Yeah. Um, so as you were growing up, did you have your own uh, landline or did you have to share the phone with your family? I shared the phone. Really? Yeah. Did you ever have a conversation with somebody who somebody else listened in on? Uh, yeah, but I wasn't like, you know, I was like... Or pretty... did you listen in on other people? Oh, all the time. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I can't tell you, like, specifics, but, like... But you knew that when somebody picked up the phone, you could... Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's a very... It's like it's a very strange thing that, like, you know, now, like, just doesn't exist. Unless yeah. you're, like, you know, a government agency, you know? Yeah. So... So, yeah, people used to call them, like, oh, I'm picking up the phone, where's mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, you used to, like, go to, like, pick up the phone to, like, call somebody, yeah, and then you just get yelled at by an older sibling to, like, get, get off the, the phone! phone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it's just one of those things that, like, yeah, until you said it, I hadn't thought about that for years. It's cool, huh? Yeah. I love life, dude. Life is fun. And so when you were growing up, is there a teacher who, uh, so most of the time, we go through this system. I didn't know you could have a male teacher until fifth grade, because that was my first male teacher. When did you know uh, males could be teachers? Um, I don't think I, like, I don't think there's a specific moment. But I, 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 too, like, didn't realize that for a very long time. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you just, like, I don't know, in the... You're all women, huh? In the suburban, yeah, in the suburban Texas where I grew I up. I love my old mammies. <laughs> yeah, it was like everybody was just, like, like, most people were, yeah, or most teachers were just old. Women. Yeah, yeah especially, yeah. like, I don't know, like, for me, like, I don't think there was a single one in elementary school, um... And I don't really remember one until until middle school. So, wow. So you that 
I thought I never knew a man could be a teacher till fifth grade. Okay. That's the first time I fell asleep in the class. <laughs> so on God, dude. <laughs> and it's weird I say this. I won't say the teacher's name. Yeah. Because it's weird because you fall asleep in class. Like, yeah, yeah. Why did I wake up? Nothing yeah. happened to me. I felt normal, by the way. Everybody. Yeah. That's but, good. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anything happened to me. It was weird. It was yeah. the first class I, I woke up. He's all, hey, you fell asleep. Yeah, I don't think I fell asleep in class until college. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, well, apparently I fell asleep in the <laughs> First middle teacher I ever had. <laughs> I think about that, nothing happened, I'm sure, but it's weird, dude. Uh, yeah, first middle teachers. Yeah. Wow. Isn't it? Yeah. I'm really, I'm, I'm really thinking about it, like, why did I fall asleep? Jesus Christ, dude, that's funny as fuck. Whether it's true or not, dude, I don't know, I've been exhausted. I went to daycare until uh, I was in fifth grade, so. Okay. My parents are both career people. Uh -huh. uh, mother's a lawyer, father's a doctor. Oh, God, all this shit later, dude. Sorry about that. I do, I do those hand gestures uh, for editing purposes. Okay. Because when I look at the video, I have to. Yeah. Oh, this is an obvious uh -huh. edit cover. Yeah. I was in daycare until I was in fifth grade, dude. Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Never was in daycare. Really? Yeah. Uh, I guess like. Huh. Yeah, never in a formal daycare. No. Hey, daycare? No. Really? No, Tell me no. about it. No, like I don't like. I guess I was never in like a formal daycare. Like I know, like my mom like took care of like would occasionally take care of a kid or two, like as like a like would just like babysit regularly. Oh, yeah. But like as a form of daycare, like in the middle of the day. But uh, yeah, no, never went to never went to daycare. Who'd you spend your time with? Um, I guess like mostly like my mom and like wow, so like my that's mom. Interesting. Like she had, she like, yeah, I don't know. I, my my memory is awful. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, my, so okay. so oh, do you know Neville Goddard? Another edit. Uh, don't ever say anything negative about yourself. I do it all the time, but your memory is good. So, like, uh, you as a lawyer, as a person, I never want you to confirm a negative belief about yourself. Okay. Like, you have a good memory. Okay. And uh, you always have. Okay. I used to think I had a bad memory. But anyways, I was in daycare until fifth grade. People are blah, 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 blah. And guess what I want to talk about? What? Uh... There's a battle of the bands in the future. Okay. Uh, in Utah. Uh -huh. Now you can pick any top three. Yeah. Now I want three bands. Three bands. Ten. Pick as many as you want. Okay. Your top five, top three. Go. Um. So I mean, I guess. So we're just like talking about like favorite bands. Oh here yeah, for sure. In like, Utah, you're, you're going favorite. Like you, you got a. You're a parent. Mm hmm. Right, and uh, you have five kids. Okay. Some some of them are favorites. Okay. You love them all. It's so not saying you don't love. If the Utah bands were all my children, yeah, they're, they you love them. Yeah, and I love them all. You love them all. But some of them are a bit more of a favorite than others because they're older, or sure. younger, 
Or more responsible. Whatever it is. Or like me, I'm the golden child of my Which family. Which you love them all. Yeah, Because yeah. I don't mess up as much. Wow, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> On paper, I, you know. Um, so, I think, like, the I, I am the number one advocate, I think, and will always be for Brother, the band Brother. Not familiar. Oh, Brother's That's great. That's good. I love learning. Yeah. No, you Brother. Are. So, it's Brother, period. That's their name. Gotcha. Um, yeah, great band. Um, and then... Um, big fans of, uh, of the guys at Michael Barron, the tourists. Perfect. Yeah. Um, God, you're specific. I love it. Uh, I'm really a big fan of Cardinal Bloom and I'm Ooh. excited. I'm I excited. For you, then. Huh? I got a gift. Okay. Um, I'm excited. I knew it. Dude. Because, uh, they're like, like they're older or their first like EP or whatever that they released. God, is I have something so, so good for you. <laughs> was good but like I'm really excited because um, I feel like their most recent single that they released um, was just a much better quality um, and so I'm excited I'm excited to see what they what they come out with next um, and then hey can I ask you another question yeah so where you are I, I'm con- not concerned but I'm speculative to okay. the point to where, like, you can obviously talk to these bands. But you maintain, and I, I like anarchy. <laughs> you seem to me a bit of an anarchist, like, I'll do it myself. Okay, yeah. I, like, I don't need to interview the band, I'll talk about them. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a cool thing. <laughs> it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, uh, and so, uh, why don't you talk to some of these bands? No, I, I mean, the, there is a there is a goal to, like, and I, I don't know. Like, so anarchist. <laughs> um, I think more than anything, just, like, as a matter of time, you know, I just like to, like, I like to write about what I like. And then also, like, you know, I think just with, with my writing in the, in the blog, like, there's this certain element of, like, not everything I write is true. And so, and I think, and it's presented that way. It's the, kind of presented with this ridiculous nature. Um, <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with everything I say, um, which is, <laughs> which is a pretty great. Uh, it's for you. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah. No. Like sometimes I'll say something, and like you know, um, you know, I'm just like one of the one of the more like one of the the articles that I think she every single time I see her she kind of like or at least for a, a while she would bring it up was just like um when I wrote about Beeson yeah most of like the Can't first time well, the first time I wrote about Beeson I wrote about how like her her band name was based off of like her love for the B movie wow <laughs> James Seinfeld she's a big fan <laughs> I love and Seinfeld so, that's cool um, dude Kramer's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know. Like, kind of, like, going back to what I've said before, like, you know, I like to, I just like to take some liberties with, um, you know, to see what works and what doesn't work when when presenting music, you know, yeah. when, when talking about music. And, um, you know, sometimes if that's, 
something that's outrageous that's not necessarily true whether it's like making up fake rumors about the band's origins uh, dude uh, that's so high level by the way the rumor thing i'm trying to get ahead of that like i want to start rumors that create somebody's future because like oh I, like that's what i love about you yeah. I'm like i might have stolen that concept from you and i'm tapping into the things i see you're doing totally fine like uh, it, it is right like uh, i think good artists copy yeah. Great artists still. Yeah. <laughs> That's a quote. It's yeah. true though. Like yeah. the, the greatest artists in life still. Yeah. Uh, they, they're not ashamed. Um, it's a weird world we live in. Uh, That's a quote in a book. I'll give it to you. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Bison, uh, it's fascinating you say these things. And we're, we're, cl- we're approaching uh, close to the end of the podcast. Okay. And. Um, we're gonna. I'm going to chop this podcast with uh, Amy Bingham, okay. and it'll be music and like a segment. Segment. It'll be. I'm going to create something I've never done before. Okay. Right. Like we're so it'll be local music, mm-hmm. uh, like a segment with Amy Bingham, just an interruption of a like I'm gonna find the gold right mining, and I think of a of a conversation like archaeology. Uh, you can think about paleontology mm-hmm. right, if you like dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Where you have a conversation with something or somebody and you dig something up and you don't know what it is. I don't really believe in dinosaurs, personally. Okay. Like, and it's funny because, like, you say, why don't you believe in dinosaurs? And you understand, like, uh, perverted funding. So, like, if I found bones in the ground and I knew I could get more grants or funding, like, uh-huh. can I tell you it's a new dinosaur? Like, okay. the whole point is, in society, education has perverted everything. Yeah. Even the collection of bones. Okay. Like so, I don't believe in. I know there's ancient beings. Yeah. Ancient animals. Mm-hmm. But like you think that's what it looked like? Like a little retarded thing that couldn't <laughs> reproduce with another T-Rex? Like think about how T-Rexes yeah. would have had sex. Like yeah. it doesn't make sense. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it it's been like kind of making its rounds on on social media, but there was recently like it was in some museum where it was like some. Um, it was like an initial rendering of what they thought a dinosaur looked like. And it was really just like legs, a tail, and a head. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, education has perverted everything. And because people get funding, so like, oh, I found bones. Let me tell you what they are. And uh, it's a weird world we live in where you try to find truth. And the biggest truth is your own opinion. And that's what I like about you. Because <laughs> like, everything you make is your opinion. Yeah. And that's the perfect thing. Yeah. Like, what else are you doing? Besides <laughs> saying what you think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, and, yeah, obviously, you can always make the argument that, like, no one really cares about your opinion. But, like, um, you know, I think if you make it... I care. If you make it fun enough, yeah, I mean, people do. Um, and at the same time, though, you know, like, like I said before, like, if I... I only write about bands I like, and so if I am, you're very if, nice. Yeah, if I'm making fun, <laughs> of, or, or if I'm making a joke, it's because like I I honestly genuinely like the music that they're making. Yeah. Or really like cool. I can, at at the very least, like you know, if somebody you know people do, um, send in submissions and really? stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Um, that's nice to be in the position to share light. Yeah. Um. And and so like. And, you know, most of the time, too, like, like, you know, these are, these are local bands, you know, the yeah. big, you know, just statistically speaking, um, you know, the likelihood that, you know, one of them is going to go on to, like, do something, 
um, phenomenal, you know, yeah. within the space, you know, um, to, to be one of the, um, outliers. Yeah. To be one of the outliers here in the, in the Utah local community is, is, is low. And so it's just like, why am I just going to tear down somebody's art that they put in like so much like time and, um, time and effort into. So it's like, for me, like all I want to do is just like to, to, um, and I find that most of my reviews aren't necessarily like critiques as more of just like, Hey, this is how I am going to describe the music. Yeah. And like, you're nice. And then you can listen to it. And if it's not for you, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, that's, that's one thing about music. And I think, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's, I was talking about this with my brother today. Like, it's so cool to hate on things right now. Oh, wow. You're, yeah, yeah. That's why I like you. Because you are, you're so nice. Yeah. Well, and especially, like, with, like, with, like, music and Oh, canceling's in fashion, so you accept. (laughs) And so, like, with with music and movies and TV, it's like, why am I going to, why, why am, like, there's so much. You're so ahead of the times. There's, like, so much energy spent. I'm jealous. Spent tearing down like why am i going to waste my energy like doing that um, i get it that's why we're in connection because <laughs> i like i see that dude everything yeah. you do is positive yeah and it's so unique because the cultures cancel yeah. and you're like accept yeah. i accept you <laughs> local music scene i accept you and a lot of people don't want to share light um and uh you do a beautiful thing where you share light on people that's and I, I think of it as a lantern because a lot of people live in a world of darkness, but you don't understand, quite frankly, that you're light and you can bring light to other things and other people and their art. Yeah. And it's so cool when you accept, I don't call it a shepherd's responsibility, but uh, when you accept the ability like, hey, I can make other people brighter. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. And also I just kind of think like, you know, one, especially because, like, my uh, level of knowledge with music um, isn't very high. And so it's like, who am I to, like, critique art? Yeah. <laughs> um, I that art. I love that. Yeah. And so I'm just going to, you know, I'm here to just kind of, you know, point out the good in it and describe it. And if, you know, you want to listen, then go for it. You, yeah, you bring people to something. And I think of it as a, you blue light, but it kills things. You know, like, oh, you know, those bug zappers. But there's a different light that brings joy and brings things and creation. And uh, a lot of people aren't drawn to that creativity anymore because you know what gets likes? Hating people. Yeah. You know what gets likes? I want to tear down so-and-so. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to make people like you if you're nice. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. It's yeah. really weird. Like, if you're the nicest person in the world, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, big deal. I want to know. It's the old adage, like, if there's a play in the town square or if there's a play in the auditorium and there's a hanging in the town square, nobody's watching the play. Yeah. Like, the play might be about love, yeah, light, sure. and then if somebody's getting killed, yeah. everybody's watching the worst thing in the world. And I hate that. Yeah. Personally, like it's weird to grow up in a culture where uh, it's like, oh, what bleeds leads. Yeah. There's all these other weird sayings. Yeah. Like, uh, kindness isn't as popular as it should be. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. No. Like, and also just like, like, um, 
you know, there's like a, I, I love to romanticize shit. And so it just like, I don't know, like the way I, I, the, this local music scene has given so much to me. And wow. like, I see this as just kind of like my way of giving back. Um, and so like, You're whether amazing. or not it goes anywhere, like, I don't really care. Like, you know, at the beginning of it, it was just like, um, you know, friends who were following it and you know I just kind of I just kind of started it because like um I was bored and I wanted to talk about music um and then I started talking about the local scene because I like the local scene and then now it's just kind of you know we'll, we'll see what happens I'll just keep doing it you know like I'm not there have been times where I like think like oh maybe I'll stop and then I'm just like why like you like doing it it's fun you like going to local shows you like meeting these people um, you know, I think I am going to get into like, um, an interview medium at some point and just doing, <laughs> doing videos and stuff to, to interview people. But... You're not going to be an anarchist. <laughs> you are such an anarchist. Bro. Um, I love you. You're an individual, which is so beautiful to see, by the way. And when someone chooses to be themselves, right? Like people name schools after them. Yeah. Like, a, that's a really anarchist. Like, yeah. oh, they're so self-righteous. They yeah. wanted the school to be named after them. No, they care about themselves so much, someone thought they should name a school after them. Like a real anarchist in society is looked at as altruistic. Yeah. And it's a weird thing when you really start caring about yourself, other people look at you as like you're altruistic. Yeah. You care about society. And it's beautiful to see that in you, man. It's, it's, it's fucking amazing because... You give rather than like, look at me, look at me. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, I love it, man. It's so beautiful. Um, before we leave, if you had, because uh, we're at 53 minutes and I'm going to chop and screw this, you're going to okay. be uh, with Amy Bingham also. Okay. Um, this is going to be a double, this is the first double podcast I've ever done. Wow. So it's going to be con- con- chopped and screwed. Yeah. Uh, and segmented and real editing and I'm trying to take this thing as an artist okay. and then fuck after that this is what's going to happen after this just okay. between me and you I'm going full talking to myself only for an hour okay. and uh, it's going to be weird after this just going to be me dude Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to talk to myself uh, I've been talking to a lot of people for a long time and seeing how they think Yeah. and then now I want to talk to myself I've been doing that and it's good to check back in with other people to see if you're you're uh, sane. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, my point is, after this uh, podcast, this will be my last, one of my last, uh, with you and Amy, once I finish editing this. Hold on, one, two, three. This will be one of my last podcasts with the guests. And then I'm going to have a series of segments of, anarchy one hour talking to myself and finding myself like who am i yeah like do i just want to see what i think okay um like as a reflection on yeah, yeah. okay yeah, just like ah uh, because a lot of the times i like here's the thing what stopped me from speaking my true self was i had guests on this podcast like a band like uh-huh. oh i'm about to say what i think yeah and if I say what I think, they might not want to be a guest. Mm, okay. So I started to self-censor. Okay, yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, I, I, won't, I won't do that anymore. So you're one of the last people like, oh, after this, 
Just I, going off the rails. Oh, I'm going off the rails, brother. I'm going to say what I really think. And the reason I saw this is because I attended a Joe Rogan uh, uh, live comedy show, and I watched Tim Dillon, and they both said things I've said in my podcast, speaking to myself, and they uh-huh. got paid exorbitant yeah. amount of money. So I'm like, yeah. oh, I haven't figured it out. Yeah. I'm, I just need to keep working on myself. Yeah. Because what they're doing is, and what most most artists do is, they look at society and they reflect it. Like these bands, mm-hmm. like I'll listen to a band, and when they uh, create a resonance, it speaks throughout time. Like Tupac. Yeah. I love Tupac. Trading war stories, man. Yeah. Or uh, Nirvana, or anything. There's these people who create pieces of art, and it, it speaks throughout everything. Yeah. But it starts with an individual perspective. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, at the end, they cared about society. Like, these bands really loved the community. Yeah. They love themselves. Yeah. Like, the, the best things in life are what you do for yourself is my ultimate end point. Um, and I encourage everybody to do what you're doing. And uh, to do what, like, whatever it speaks to you and, like, what you want to create, do it. And at the end of the day, everybody will think you're altruistic. <laughs> it's true. I really yeah. believe that. Like you laugh, uh, but I really believe if you pursue your own selfish passions, people will name a school after you. Okay, I don't. I don't think anybody's gonna be naming an, an Andy McFerrin Elementary anytime soon. But what do you mean? I don't know. You don't know. Which, oh my god. I'm gonna. I'm gonna work so fucking hard to do that. Okay. I will find a way, dude. I will make my own school to make my own. <laughs> now that you said that, you just created a thing that was impossible, and I am, uh, and I'm a person who will make that possible. Okay. It's a weird world we live in. You encountered someone strange. Okay. So there will be an Andy McFerrin. I don't know. Is I, it public or private or charter? Um. Is it a no, small I, school for ants? It'll, it'll be a it'll be a public school. Yeah, public it'll school. be for everyone. Yeah. Oh, okay, but um, yeah, I love that. We're gonna make a school after you, dude. I love this. This is gonna be my new goal, and uh, I love attaching myself to things like this. Uh, it's, it'll be a beautiful thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Provocate Podcast. This is Andy McFan. We're ending the show, and we're gonna start a school named after uh, Andy McFan. Uh, do you have anything uh, you'd like to say before we end the podcast or this conversation? <laughs> no, I don't know. It was a great time. All right. That's the show, everybody. And if you could pick one band to end the podcast, what would it be? One band that I haven't already mentioned. Yeah. Like, oh, if you could say, I usually ask permission all the way. So I have permission from a few bands to play okay. their music. Uh, but name a band and I'll contact them and I'll get their permission. Oh, God. Uh, no. I mean, and now I just don't want to like mess up the name. It's all edited. This is going to be chopped and screwed. Yeah, I know, but I'm just, uh, let's see. Why can I not find this? I got, I got merch for you, bro. You're a good dude. I just don't know if there's an S at the end of it. Okay, this Valley Glow. Valley Glow. This Valley This valley Glow. Perfect. I mean, uh, this Valley Glow will be playing at the end of the podcast. I'll contact them. And uh, one, one, two, three. This Valley Glow will be playing at the end of the podcast. Thank you, Andy McFerrin. We're going to get a public school or a charter school started in your name. It'll be a fun realization to accomplish. Because that's what life is, right? 
Starts with the thought. I guess, yeah. Like, what was the Empire State Building before it was a building? It was just the thought. It was just a thought. So we, we, we knew a school <laughs> called Annie McFerrin, and it teaches people how to be themselves. Uh, so thank you for being here. Uh, we're going to end with one more time. This Valley Glow. This Valley Glow. And uh, God bless you all. Thank you for listening. Uh, 